Likuti Sikha is Chelek Tezayin, Volume 16, the Sikha for Parsha Shmois and Chavdala Tevis. This Sikha will discuss the connection that's between Parsha Shmois and Chavdala Tevis, the 24th of Tevis, which is the anniversary of passing the Yorzite of the Alter Rebbe, and the uniqueness of the time of Golos, that specifically then is when the greatest Koychois the greatest strengths of a person in general, and particularly of the neshama, are revealed. They come to a revealed state. This is, in short, the level of Yechida Shebenefesh. So speaking of Yechida Shebenefesh, certain, uh, several things to familiarize ourselves with. We know that the soul, the nefesh, has five levels. Nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida. Yechida is the highest level, which is typically the most concealed part of the neshama by design and by nature because yechida means it's one it's unified with Hashem it's way 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 up there and typically it does not reveal itself it, as, 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 especially in normal circumstances it does not reveal itself yechida is the in short the essence of the soul another thing to familiarize ourselves with we have koiches hagluim versus koiches haneelomim Koiches means strengths or potentials, the aspects of a person that are goli, that are the revealed uh, strengths of a person. And then there are koiches hanistarim, or neelomim, those that are within a person, but they're typically concealed. For example, we see that only the person is in a very critical situation. In extreme circumstance, some, sometimes they suddenly comes out from within them tremendous strengths and tremendous abilities which otherwise would have never revealed themselves and they would have never known that they actually possess. Another thing to familiarize ourselves with, Motzai Shabbos Kodesh. Saturday night, that is, after the end of Shabbos. So, until midnight, until uh, at least six hours past Shabbos, there is actually a connection to Shabbos. And this has the ramifications even in halacha, meaning there are certain things we don't do because it's still considered to be somewhat part of Shabbos. A typical example, if somebody is saying the Shema as they're retiring for the night, they would not recite the Tachlun, the confessional, because it's still considered to be a festive time, still connected to Shabbos. Another thing to familiarize ourselves with, the world that we live in is basically consistent, meaning creation of Zman Umakim, it's time and space. Primarily, it's defined by time. To space, we don't really pay attention, but time, we see something passing. We see that as being essentially what the world is all about. So it could be represented in the idea of time. And another thing is that the word oilam, which means world, which is the Hebrew for world, means comes from the etymology, from the root word of the word helen, which means concealment. Let's get into the sikha. So the Tzermach Tzedek writes, in reference to the Passing the histalkus of the Alter Rebbe, he writes, quote, Amitzoi Shabbos Kodesh of Parsha Shmois, which is the 23rd, or Tevis, meaning the night going into the 24th of Tevis, about midnight, specifically 11 o'clock, is when was taken the Holy Ark, the light of Israel, the, the, uh, anointed of Hashem, meaning when the Al-Tarebbe passed away. Now it's known that all the festivals and special occasions of the year have a very special connection to the 
Parsha, to the idea, to the theme of the Parsha, which is read around the time when they fall out. Likewise, especially considering that the Alter Rebbe is the one who taught that the Parsha Shavuot is meant to be learned in a way of living with the time. So it has obviously a special connection. Now, in our matter, even more so, because the Tzemach Tzedek did not suffice by just writing Or L'Chavdala Tevis, the night leading into Chavdala Tevis. Maybe even adding Moitzoi Shabbos Kedesh, that it was Saturday night, which, by the way, is something that's done because you show a reverence to Shabbos. Fine, but he didn't suffice with that. What did he do? He added that it's Moitzoi Shabbos Kedesh of Parsha Shemais. In other words, he, he makes an emphasis that Shemais has a very special connection. This parsha has a very special connection to the passing of the Alter Rebbe. And especially considering, like he, he makes a point to tell us the time when the Alter Rebbe passed away, not just the date, but the exact time, which tells us that it was prior to midnight, meaning that even halachically, as we said in the introduction, has a very special connection to that Shabbos, and that Shabbos is when Shemais was read. So let's take a look. What is the main point, the main theme of Parsha Shmois? If you had to summarize Parsha Shmois, what is it? It is the Golos and the enslavement, uh, uh, the Shibut Mitzrayim, the enslavement by, by the Egyptians. You see, if you look in Parsha's Vayigash and Vayechi, true, already at that point, all of the Jewish people at the time were already in the land of Mitzrayim. They were in Egypt. But the status, the state of which they were in in Egypt was totally different. They were there as free people, actually as relatives of royalty. And they, as we know, as long as any of the brothers of Yosef was still alive, the one, the last one to pass away was Levi, there was no enslavement. In other words, Vayiga Shevayechi represents the Yidin. Yes, true, they're in Betrayim, but they're not in a state of Golos. In fact, the Golos aspect of Shemais is so strong that even though, if you look in the further parashiyas, for example, Va'era and Boy, although the Jews are still in Egypt, and although Pare is refusing to allow them to leave, in other words, they're still trapped in Egypt in Golos, and they're still enslaved. And however, there's already a turn. The miracles which later led to them being released from Egypt which later led to the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, to the Exodus, already are playing a role, are, 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 are happening in Parshas Va'era, in Parshas Ba'ay, until they ultimately leave. But in Parshas Shmois, the Golos is so strong, the enslavement, the entrapment is so strong, that even when Moshe comes to appeal to Pare, to give him a message from Hashem that you have to let the Jews go, not only didn't get better, it got worse. So in short, Parsha Shmois has an intricate connection and highlights the idea of Golos. Says the Rebbe, because of this, we can actually understand the connection between Shmois and the passing of Al Rebbe. You see, as we mentioned before, the passing of Al Rebbe was where. This was in some remote village as he was in a state of Golos when he was on the run, running away from Napoleon. He was in a very difficult situation. And especially as the son of the Alter Rebbe, who later was his successor, the Mittler Rebbe, as he spells out in a letter in detail 
all the difficulties and challenges and pains of that terrible journey, which actually perhaps led up to the Alter Rebbe falling ill and later passing away. So you see the special connection. Sin Shmois has to do with Golos, and this is a situation in which he passed away in Golos. Now, it's known what the Alter Rebbe writes in reference to the passing of a tzaddik. The Alter Rebbe himself writes in, in Tanya that the passing of a tzaddik, quote, that what happens then, quote, that all Oila Lamaila gets elevated and goes up, 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 all his, his um, accomplishments, all his Torah, all his Avoida, which he did his entire life. And then he continues and he says, and they become, not only they go up and they get elevated, in other words, they go to the highest point, but also they come down and they get revealed and they shine in a revealed manner, Milmaila Lemata, meaning downwards, in the time that he passes away. Now, since everything is Bashkoch Pratis, everything is a divine providence, and especially something that happens with a tzaddik, so from the fact that there is a special connection between all his accomplishments that he had done, everything that he had affected throughout his life, that they become elevated, and then they become more revealed, and shine more in this world. But Dafka when? When did this come exp- expressed? In the time of Golos, in a time when he was, this greatness becomes expressed specifically in a time when he's a Golos, this tells us that there is a very unique connection between the revelations of the Alter Rebbe, meaning the essence of what the Alter Rebbe was all about, all his accomplishments, all his Avoida, and the union of Golos. So we'll understand this by taking a look, that, you know, in other words, get a better appreciation for this, by taking a look and understanding the idea that Parsha Shmois, specifically this Parsha that goes by the name Shmois, which means names, because it says Eilu Shmois B'nei Yisrael, these are the names of the children of Israel, specifically this Parsha that is titled Shmois, that's the one that has the um, the, the ultimate um, level, meaning the the, the the, the most severe level of Golos as we described before. So as we discussed many times, the name of the Parsha expresses the central idea of the Parsha. But if you take a closer look at this, you go, one second, it would seem that here that doesn't fit this mold. Why not? Because when you look at the word Shemais, or Elish Shmois B'nei Yisrael, these are the names of the children of Israel, you say, wait, this does not represent the theme of the Parsha. This doesn't seem to represent the point of the Parsha, which as we said before, a few times already, that this is the idea of Golos, because over here in this Parsha, the word Shemois actually represents the exact opposite of Golos. Number one, Chazal tell us, that the names that are listed here, who are these names? The names of the sons of Yaakov, Elishmois B'nei Yisrael, Ruben, Shimon, and so on. So long that these names, these people were alive, as we said before, the Golas did not begin. The enslavement did not happen. That's number one. Number two, that Rashi himself tells us why does the Torah again list their names one by one? In other words, why does it have to tell us the names? It should have just said, these are the children of Israel. 
Or the children of Israel were in Mitzrayim. They came to Egypt. Why say it again? It said it already before in Parshas Vayigash. We know who came. So Rashi tells us the reason why the Torah repeats it again and again is to show us because Hashem loves them so much. He cherishes so much. Something that you like so much, you actually repeat it all the time again and again because it's so special to you. So again, this is the opposite of Golas. Golas is a time when it seems like we're distant from Hashem. And then finally, another reason why this seems problematic is because the Chazal tell us that the reason why it enumerates the names of B'nai Yisrael is to tell us that with these names, quote, they came down, they went into Golas, and with these names they left. In other words, this is already somewhat of a seed of the Geula, of the redemption. So going back to the question, to summarize it, how does Shmois, the name of the Parsha, represent the idea, the central theme of the whole Parsha. We said the central theme of the Parsha is Golos. This re- the names seem to represent the, a- the exact opposite. The answer is that the advantage, meaning the greatness of the Avoidah that's in the time of Golos, Dafka in the time of Golos, specifically when we're going through hardships, Dafka in that time is when it becomes revealed the Koya Hamasiris Nefesh, the great inner strength that most people don't even realize they have, which is taken from, it stems from the level of Yechida that's in the soul, the essence of the soul. You see, the essence of the soul, meaning the greatest strength in, within the person, only expresses itself in a place where there is a lacking of the regular feeling, of the normal feeling, of the normal disposition to godliness. That's when these hidden Koichos become revealed. And that's why we see that in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, for example, when they saw godliness in an open manner, there was no Mesidus Nefesh. Right? They saw it in an open manner, and this re- this expressed itself in their avoidance to Hashem, their service to Hashem, in the expressive parts of the person, meaning everything was normal, everything was kind of in a harmonious manner. But since it was, however, an avoidance, which is Alpitavadas, meaning according to normal, realistic measure, because they saw godliness, so this affected them, right? And the effect was visible. But still, therefore, there was no revelation of the level of Yechida. That did not come out. However, Dafka, specifically in the time of Golas, when there is so much concealment and so much challenge to one's Avoida and one's observance of Torah mitzvahs, Dafka then is when the Yechida of the Nefesh becomes revealed. And through that, a Yid is able to overpower all and, and, and stand up against all the, all the difficulties and all the challenges and all those things that hold back, that try to hold one back from serving Hashem. And that was actually the point of Golos Mitzrayim. That was actually the whole objective in it. That through being in Golos, they came to the expression that expressed within them the essence of their soul, their essential connection to Hashem. They brought out the deepest point of connection to Hashem, dafka because they were going um, through um, through hardships. Not in spite of it, but that's actually what brought it about. And this was the preparation for Martin Torah, whose objective is, what was the objective of giving the Torah? That the Torah should draw down godliness into the Gashmias, into the lowest parts of the world. So by them being in the lowest parts, and this brought out their essence, this made them prepare, this made them 
ready to receive the Torah, which is the highest point, the essence of Hashem, that has to be brought down here to the lowest point, and there, not only that it should be able to um, be, um, be observed, but also that it should transform the lowest point and turn it in, it, the, the Gashmis itself, into a place that becomes now a dwelling place for Hashem, a dirabetachtoinim, for who? For the essence of Hashem. And this is the essence of the Torah. In order to, to, to get, to receive the essence of the Torah, we had to reveal the essence of the soul. And this actually is, is hinted and is, is, um, it comes out in the name, in the word shemwes, in the word names. Why? You see, when you look at a name, you think about a name of a person, there's actually two extremes. From the one hand, in the one hand, the name of a person is a very superficial thing. It's merely a means for another to identify you, to another, for another to address you. For one himself does not need a name for himself. That's number one. Number two, you actually see that indeed the name is not inherent for the person. It doesn't really bring out the essence of the person. Why? Because there could be two people with the same name, and they can be two totally different people, two different kind of character traits, two different type of um, sets of morality, and so on and so forth. In other words, the name does not inherently bring out the character of the person, the type of person that it is. It's very, very superficial. That's on the one hand. But on the other hand, if you think about a name, the name connects so much to the inner essence of the person, to the core of the person, that when you call a person by his name, the entire person, his whole being, responds, turns around, looks at the person, responds to you. That tells you that there's an inherent connection or there becomes an inherent connection between the name, which is in itself a superficial thing, to the essence of the person. Moreover, when a person, God forbid, faints, in other words, they're now in a state of unconsciousness, meaning that their soul is not actively functioning and, get, and, and, and is not expressly visible in the, and, and felt in the person's life, because they're now in a state of unconsciousness. But when you call your, their name, that helps revive the person that hits the core of the soul and brings it out and like revives it, jolts it into um, being active in the person, thus reviving them. So what do you see? That the essence of the person becomes revealed. The essence of the person becomes expressed. Dafka in a place that doesn't seem to be in a revealed manner, doesn't seem to be connected to the person. In other words, the essence is brought out by a name which, like we explained, is inherently not essentially connected to the person. That is the idea of shmois, of a name. According to this, and that's why we can see, that's why the Ian of Golos is brought out in Parsha Shmois. In Parsha Shmois, with the whole Ian of Golos, that's where the essence of the Yid truly becomes awakened, truly becomes revived. According to all of this, we can understand much better, we can have a better appreciation of the connection between the Alter Rebbe's quote, all his accomplishments, all his avoida, all his Torah of his whole life, to it being revealed, to it being elevated 
in the highest point and then being revealed in the highest way, in the, in the greatest way, Dafka is specifically its connection to Golis. We know that just like in a person, there is the level of Yechida, meaning there's the, the highest point, the point of essence in the person. And as we explained till now, it gets revealed only in a time of Golis and a time of challenge. So too in the Torah, there, is also dif- there are also different levels. There's the more revealed and there's the less revealed. And within the Torah, Yechida Sheba Torah. What is the aspect of Yechida in the Torah? That is the secrets of the Torah, which is revealed to, through Torah HaChasidus in general, and specifically Chasidus Chabad. Where do we see this? We see that the Alter Rebbe took, what is Chabad? He took the deepest secrets of the Torah, that which really is not capable for a human being, not only for human beings, even for celestial beings, to com- comprehend and understand. And he took that and he brought it down to the lowest level, to the lowest point, that even the human mind can appreciate it, even the nefesh abam, even the human mind can understand it and appreciate it, and to the point that it can actually have a positive effect on the nefesh abamis, on the lowest part of the person and his chalik in the world, his surroundings in the world. So I mean, just like we spoke before, that's in, 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 when a person is in a state of golos, a state of challenge, that's when the hidden koiches, the koiches and elamim are revealed. That means the etzem and nefesh, the essence of the soul. So too, when we're in a difficult, challenging time, uh, state, when we are dealing with the lowest matters of the world, that's where and that's when the echida of Torah is revealed because the entire objective of Hasidus, ultimately, as the Alter Rebbe writes, is lishanu tivius midoisav. Ultimately, it's not just about having the intellectual connection, but it's supposed to reach to the point that it's actually able to work on and change, transform the person's character traits, which is considered to be the lowest part of the person. And this is the common theme between kol masav avidase, all the Alter Rebbe's accomplishment, all his avoid and all his Torah, to the Indian of Golas. Now, we know that the Alter Rebbe's Avoida is reflected in his name. Like everything is reflected in the name. What's the Alter Rebbe's name? Shnei Oyer Zalman. And you see it in the name. What is Shnei Oyer? It's really two words that come together as one. Two lights. As the Baal Shem Tov said prior to the birth of the Alter Rebbe, that this, this new Nishama is going to make Shnei Oyer, he's going to bring the light of the revealed part of the Torah, the Nigla, and the light of Hasidus, of Nistar, of the hidden part of the Torah, concealed part, and he bring them together to be all one harmonious thing. And how is this possible for it to become and be all one harmonious thing, says the Rebbe? Because the level of Yechida is revealed. Once the level Yechida, Yechida, the word Yechida means unity, it brings everything together, but there there's no difference between Nigla and Nistar the Torah. So that's the first name of the Alter Rebbe, Shneir, Zalman. The name Zalman has the letters Lizman, which means for a time. If you remember in the introduction, I, I, I stated, I didn't explain, this, this obviously is something that needs to be studied, that essentially the way we can define creation, in short, is by, man, by, by means of time, although creation is time and space, but what's, what we can see, what we, we can define the world by, by aspect of time. So what is Shnei'or? What is the purpose of this? To affect the world which is represented in the idea of time. And as discussed many times, that 
what is really the true objective of everything, that the greatest inyanim, the greatest and loftiest matters, should be revealed in the lowest point of everything, in a revealed manner, Dafka. And notwithstanding the fact that there is a great maila, as we explained, a great advantage in the time of the Avoid of Golos, but what really is the ultimate? What really is the true objective? The true objective is not the Golos itself, but the revelation that comes as a result of Golos, which is the revelation that will come through the coming of Mashiach. And this is reflected in the Alter Rebbe's work, that the greatest matters, that in truth and in essence, are not at all capable of being revealed, that means the true secrets, the inner secrets of the Torah, he brought them down in a manner of understanding and appreciation in Chabad Sheben in one's intellect, and through that, that it should be able to effectively have an effect, and I'm sorry, an actual effect on the person's midos, on the person's character traits, meaning how he behaves in this physical world. And this is all hinted in the fact now, Tal-Terebbe's Estalkos was when? The Matzah Shabbos of Shmois, but also it was already going into Sunday of Parshas Va'era. Va'era means revelation. Hashem says, I'm going to reveal to everyone, even to Pare, to the lowliest point of the world, Ani Havaya, that I am Hashem. And that brings it all together, the connection between the fact that it happened in Golos, but what the ultimate objective is of revelation.